Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. We have, oh, by the way, this is our coalition campaign, the nice little campaign with the, you know, I'm really nailing this intro. Uh, anyway, Yalzar setting, coalition campaign, go check out the crystals. We have all, all of our party except for the rogue tonight, so let's start off with the bard. Hi, this is Austin playing Colluvial. We have our fighter. Hey, this is Jeff playing Garen. Our artificer. Hey, y'all, it's Dylan playing Boomer. And the warlock. Hey, it's Jesse playing Valendez. So, last week we had a nice little RP heavy session where uh, Valendez communed with his pack demon or fiend for the first time. Yeah. Uh, our rogue was invited into the massive monastery's library, and the fighter was uh was was shown a thing or two, uh, and you know noted and found out that uh, Bagur was actually quite the handy blacksmith. So, uh, it's been a few days since you all have purified the. Uh, and, and, and warded the crystal. Um, and you all feel that it's probably about due that you head off to your next leg of your adventure. Um, so I suppose that it's it's early morning, and today is the day. I suppose the party should figure out where the fuck they're going. Yes. Um, forgive me, but would you mind doing a recap of last session since I wasn't here? Oh, I just did. Well, right. Okay, sorry, go ahead. I'll pick it up. Sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but like, what what do you what do you want to know? I'm not even sure what monastery we're at. Are we still up with the monks? Yeah, you guys the... haven't left the monastery yet. Okay, so we just spent an entire section actually just kind of hanging out with monks. Yeah, and the uh, three people who were present uh, went and did like RP-centric things with their character. Like I, I said... The rogue, Farang, was uh, shown to the library and was given a book, uh, which will make him more adept with medicine checks once he finishes reading it. Right, gotcha. Uh, the fighter, uh, Geharan, was brought by Bagur to the armory, and his halibird was purified mm. uh, and magically empowered by Bagur. And... Uh, Valendes communed with his archfiend uh, pact person uh, and received a blessing of sorts from that person. Mm. Okay. But uh, your characters were not present exactly for any of those things, so the particulars I'll leave to your party to disclose at their leisure. Although I guess the one thing that would be incredibly obvious is... Uh, uh, Geharan's halibird is uh, m quite different in appearance. It no longer is a black blade that sort of absorbs sunlight to look pitch, uh, but is now its original sheen and it has a, a bit of a glow to it. That's pretty baller. Yeah, it was. It was good. It's good stuff. 
Alright. So, <clears throat> morning, monastery. All of us wake up. And we need to find out where we're gonna go. So, um, Battle wake up stretch and rouse the rest of his team and um, say, alright, well, we have two left. Um, one to the far east and one to the far west. We're kind of in the middle. Um, where do you guys want to go? Well, I'm indifferent, Garen says, offering a light shrug. Uh, well, uh, there is Detroit over, you know, I think that's west. That, over west that one's and east of you. East? Uh, I think me and Ella are from there, so... Actually, all things being equal, my vote would go east to away from where I'm from. Yeah, Detroit would be to the east. Oh, oh. And the other one's to the west. Yeah. Just getting our cardinals right. (laughs) Sure, whatever. I just... Who cares? Damn it. Yeah. I'm all miscombobulated. Garen would offer a shrug. Why don't we just head to the farthest away one? That way we're closer to our uh, the end of our contract by the time we do the last one. Well, whichever one we walk towards, we'll be walking away from the other. So if you're looking to extend our contract, it's pretty much six of one and half a dozen of the other. Um, I just relinked in the chat the map with the relevant locations of the crystals. There we go. A link. Show messages. So you guys are roughly in the location of the yellow star in the northern part of Yalzar Majora. You can either travel hard east to Yalzar Minor and then south to Betwins Yarda, uh, heading south through the Ironbark Forest towards Detroit. You could uh, go north and wrap around and hit the bottom of Betwins Yarda. Or you could travel west through the marshes and the rainforest to get to Delver Day. Um, do I need to know a knowledge of any manner to like just have a sort of understanding of cities and navigation in the world? I mean, I think that depends entirely on what you're trying to ask. What are you trying to recall? What is the closest to us are those dots on the coast that are like just yeah those are like larger cities okay could we take a ship like is there a reason we couldn't just take a ship from one of them all the way down to that sort of inner crescent of betwixt yarda no it would just be a very long voyage probably a couple of months right and odds are any any captain would probably rather ride the coast of Yalzar Majora and then cross the ocean or do what I suggested, which is, you know, go straight to Yalzar Minor, ride the coast, and then go straight south to Betwins Yarda and ride the coast. That makes sense to me. Sure. Yeah. I'm down for visiting Yalzar Minor. Heading our way down from there. Yeah, Vet Valens inclined to agree, and he'll look at um, Geharan and say, um, well, one of these mornings I woke woke up early and I uh, performed the ritual that um, Blow gave us 
and uh, the Baba Yaga's to the west, or to the, yeah, east, to the east. No, she's to the she's west. Second. She's to the west, never mind, yeah, right, okay, so I'll let him know that. She is to the west, okay. He would seem to take that knowledge in stride for a moment, kind of just tapping his chin. Um, perhaps we should deal with her sooner than later. I, I think I'd, personally, I'd like to have a little bit more juice under my belt before uh, we took her on and got the feeling that... Uh, she might be a challenge. Well, then if she's to the west, I say let's go east. All right, very well. So we head to the east, find a port city, Galzar Minor, and then move south towards Betwinciarda. Sounds good to me. I, I'm just long for the journey. I'm of a similar statement. I'm just trying to get this done. So, how about we talk to one of our monks and uh, see if they know of a location where we can hop a boat that might be close to the East Coast. Well, you all do that. Uh, I'm going to go put a couple finishing touches on something, and I'll meet you back at the cart. Boy, oh boy, do I have a surprise for y'all. By the way, um, right. do you guys remember the name of the Triton woman that you uh, helped? Hold on. Uh, her name? Yeah. Not, no. Because no. I remember that she she said that if you guys were to travel in the waters north and east of here, that uh, she you'd probably find uh, friends there, because that's where she's from. Yeah. Um, what was the name again? I don't remember. Is the problem? Uh, all I have written down is Triton no woman. I have Triton woman. That's it. <laughs> Uh, I know I gave her a name. Can we just call her Amelia? Um, I forgot my character was a part of the Adventurers Guild. Her, yeah, name's, her name's Ariel. Nah. Not. No, 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 no. I was just making something of her. Because we couldn't find it. Yeah. I'll find it eventually. I'll probably go back and listen to uh, the sessions and find it. Sure. Let us know when you do so I can write it down. Yeah. Uh, so, that's what you guys want to do. Um, which Grandmaster do you look for? Valen's going to uh, look for McClough. Um Figure the all-seeing might be a good place to start for directions. Okay. Uh, so, you're able to find McClough. She is... Uh, drinking tea with the sunrise. And uh, Bagur uh, is sitting next to her, also doing the same sort of clearly semi-morning ritual with her of drinking tea with the sun. When you say with the sun, sunrise, do you mean like in the avatar of a sunrise? Like it's just, you know, like this harmonic being of sunrises is just sitting there sipping tea with these super transcendent monks or like it's just they're sitting there watching the sunrise the latter of the two. Oh damn they're okay. making the sunrise don't worry about it they're making the sunrise 
So, uh, yeah. I so, want to walk up and ask if you can join. Um, good morning. Uh, do you mind if I sit? Um, not at all. B- Bagor shakes his head, and uh, Miklo sort of winces one of her antenna, and uh, a pillow floats over and rests near them, and uh, a cup of tea follows. Uh, Valen will pluck the cup of tea out of the air, um, take a sip, have a seat, and ask, um, well, uh, thank you very much for your hospitality. Uh, we've very much enjoyed our time here. Uh, but I think it's time that we got um, a move on and kept on with our quest for these crystals. Um, we've made the decision that we're going to go east um, to Betwins Yarda. We were wondering if you knew of any port cities close on the east coast at that some we might be able to visit. At some point through that exchange, Bagur sort of cracks a smile and like looks to McLow and gives a nod like, you were right. And he... Uh, response with she had thought you would go with wet, uh, would head east rather than west uh, I, I had assumed that you would head towards my homeland to the to past the marshes in the rainforest but McLow had assumed the contrary yes uh, we as well as many of the grandmasters know of a couple of harbor towns along the eastern coast they are not close to here but Many of them are not a far travel either. Uh, we would be honored to be of assistance to help you off the mountain, but past then we could simply point you in the right direction. Um, any assistance that you could offer would be greatly appreciated. Um, you've done us all a great service already, um, and the direction one way or the other at the bottom of the mountain is more than we could ask for. McGlow nods a little. Uh, and you hear her voice in your head. Well, make ready with your cart and meet me and Bagur in the training yard whenever you're ready. Very well. Thank you. Uh, Valen will finish his tea, stand up, and go to relay all that to the rest of the party, wherever they may be. Okay. Which is where, rest of the party? Uh, wherever the most luxurious place in the temple is. Okay, probably the Great Hall. Probably. He's probably, like, dragged a couch into the Great Hall so he can lounge on it. <laughs> um, Garen would be out practicing in the yard with his uh, fancy new shiny boy. Boomer's putting uh, finishing touches on uh, his uh, large mechanical spider. <laughs> yeah, Wild Wild West. Will Smith gave me the go ahead. <laughs> I don't know if I like being referred to as Will Smith. Welcome to Earth. Welcome. You mean a successful actor and great father? Uh... Don't ever talk to me or my son again. <laughs> uh, he sure was successful. I mean, and Fresh Prince was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know that he's ever going to stop that hard past tense. That's a fact. Like, yeah, sorry. He he is an actor that sure did succeed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that wicked past tense. <laughs> All right. Um, Alan will walk through the Great Hall, see L lounging on his uh, newly positioned couch, and um, kind of slap his feet because they shouldn't be on the couch anyway. 
and say, all right, we have some info. Um, let's round up the rest of the party, and uh, they'll point us in a direction to a uh, harbor town. He's a little bit huffy at getting his feet slapped, but he'll help. And then uh, I guess the two of them make, make their way out and see Geheron swinging around a nice shiny new halberd and relay the same information. Mm-hmm. Works for me, he'd say. Um, kind of doing one last little thrust into the air before he puts the weapon away and follows his so, buddy. having swung your halibird for the first few times since it's been reforged, you notice that you can almost see like the force of your thrusts and slashes sort of extend past the uh, reach of the blade, almost as if you can feel its its weight and heft cut uh, further and stronger than before. Oh. Oh, well, Garen likes that. I think we're all going to like that later. Alright, so then we all descend on uh, Boomer and his cart to round the corner and see... Oh. It looks awesome. This <clears throat> giant... It's large. It's like a large spider thing. It's kind of like a, a nice uh, gr- gunmetal gray. Has a couple, you know, glyphs hidden, like, uh, uh, engraved on the legs to help it, you know, move and everything. But it's just a giant metallic spider. It's super cool. It's got fangs. I'm thinking about putting, you know, some tubes in there so it'll shoot out uh, uh, some, uh, what's that drink we, we, we drink all the time? Gear crank. Gear crank into people when it bites people. You know, it's going to be awesome. These bites. Can they be voluntary? Yes. Yes, they can. It just mm. does It does what I say, old boy. Uh, I would also like to hook him up to the cart and be like, it's okay, Yak. We got it from here. So this thing can pull our cart? That's well, look, amazing. It's a it's large, large creature. Uh, and... Thanks to it being having multiple legs, it has this cool thing where it can, you know, move on difficult surfaces, such as snow and ice. What well, on earth is powered by? Huh. L asked, "What's it powered by?" Go ahead. I'm just, I'm reading off the, the giant spider, like, like the things that it can do. <laughs> All of a sudden, boom. I know, I'm <laughs> Magic. Magic is the answer to your question. Right. Yeah, magic. It's magic. <laughs> By the it way, looks- listeners, we have two party members in the same location, so if you hear, like, one of them in the distance while the other's talking, that's why. Yeah, sorry, everybody. <laughs> no, don't be. I just, it's a funny effect to, like, hear you in the distance chuckle at, at Boomer. It's, it's, it's good shit. It's hard not to. We live close together, and I wanted to make some chicken parm, so... Mission accomplished. Anyway, uh, I want to relay the same thing you said to the other party members to uh, Boomer, that they'll walk us down the um, mountain, they will get us on the way, and point us in a good direction of a port city once we get down to the bottom of the mountain. So, let's mount up with your spider. Cool. 
Uh, it's also going to be nice and toasty in there. I finished putting the uh, the carapace of the, uh, what are they, Razars? Remorazes. Remoraz on the uh, on the cart, so now we'll be nice and toasty. And maybe nice and cool when we get into a, a hotter climate. Works for so me. Now we, now we don't have to huddle together when we're, uh, when we're in the cold. That is refreshing. That's All right. I thought we weren't going to talk about that. We weren't, but I thought I'd just bring it up one last time. Mm-hmm. Also, L, uh, on the ride there, me and you, uh, we need to have a conversational boy. Um, do we know? Yeah, I got a, a proposition for you. Uh, let's, oh, let's. Don't worry about it. Let's get out of here and we'll talk later. Sure. What? Yeah, uh, sure, sure. Let's go. All right. So you lead the cart uh, and the party with it to the courtyard or to the training yard where you had not a week ago fought one of the grandmasters, and uh, you see McLow and Bagur standing there, seemingly conversing with each other, and Bagur waves to you as you approach. And you hear McGlow's voice in your ear, Boomer. You uh, and I guess everyone uh, say you never cease to impress me with your talent for construction. Oh, thanks. I, I appreciate it. I, I thought it was pretty cool too. Uh, if you ever want one, you know, once we settle down, come find me. I'll, I'll make you something. Uh, she she responds with, "Should the winds find the f- the future so pleasant that I could leave my duties, then maybe." At this point, uh, the two of them sort of step forward, and Bagur asks, "Are you two? Are you all ready to leave the monastery?" Uh, yes. Yep. I think we are set to go, um, ready to make our trip out. Very well. Then uh, climb inside your cart and hold and hold on. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bagor, Don't worry about it. Bagor, What's the worst that could happen? Garen uh, says as he hops into the cart. For probably the first time since the first time you've met McLow, you actually see her put her feet on the ground. Normally she just kind of, you know, telepaths her way everywhere. Uh, but she actually plants her feet and raises a hand to grab Bagur's. And the two of them uh, firmly grasp each other's hands and then, like hug each other and their beings become one and then grow in massive size until they are revealed at the end of their wild shape as a mixture between a copper dragon and a brass dragon the size of an adult one. Okay. Wow. Uh, With two heads, one of each of the two types of dragon. Damn it. And you hear both of their voices in your head at the same time say, again, hold tight. It will be a fast ride, but a rocky one. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go, I want to make sure my spider doesn't fall out of this freaking cart. Uh, you see a gigantic draconic like mitt grab your skeleton and gently 
hold it in its palm. The other hand does the same to the cart. And with a a heave and a hoe, you feel the cart be brought into the air uh, and a couple of huge beats of of wings of massive scale fling your entire system uh, of being held by a dragon into the air, probably a hundred feet, and then a turn and then sky uh, just like skyrocketing down the side of uh, the mountain, gliding along the winds. Uh, This goes on for about five minutes. Uh, It's a relatively intense ride. Uh, Everyone make constitution checks. Um, Oh no. I'm failing this one. Boomer just threw it up. There's no, no. I'm not rolling. He just vomits. Uh, 21 for Garen. Okay. Six for Valid. All right. Boomer's just gonna vomit everywhere. Do you still want me to roll one? If you don't, if you would like to automatically fail this Constitution save, you are permitted to. I'm scared because I know he's going to throw up, but I want that just to be it. I might piss my pants a little. <laughs> you know what? Forget it. Just, I'm going to fail it. Whatever. All right. Uh, and then L. Paluvius. I did hear you. I'm sorry. I'm just doing a quick calculation because uh, I can't find. I know. I don't get, I don't get a bonus. It's just nine. Okay. So we got a, a, a six, a nine, and a what? 21 for me. Okay, so the 6, the 9, and the voluntarily, the voluntary fail, all of those characters um, become poisoned uh, from the uneasiness of the situation, uh, and you feel that you're going to lose your lunch when you feel the entire situation that you're in come to a sudden stop as the great being that McLow and uh, Bagur have become slams into the rock and snow of the base of the mountain. Uh, And by the time the cart is set upon the ground, uh, all three of you throw yourselves out of the cart and retch your breakfasts onto the ground. Yeah, that's about right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Valen is throwing up in between screaming, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. Just over and over and over again. He is not one for this guy. Garen peeks over the edge of the cart, chewing on a biscuit, and says, you guys okay? <laughs> uh, at that point, you'll see Boomer just thrown up and be like, that was crazy. What? One more time. Take us back up. <laughs> As more vomit just, just like, like comes out of his nose. <laughs> and like, yeah. Fuck that turns into fuck off at Boomer from Valen. Right. <laughs> That was pretty cool. All right. Wow. So the spider is set down with next to the cart and uh, Miklo and Bagur sort of uh, place all four of their, you know, limbs to the ground as a normal dragon would and then lean over a little. Notice the relative squalor of your of your situation and sort of coast a hand across the party. Um, everyone receives lesser restoration and are no longer poisoned. Yeah. All right. Uh, you well, hear their a consolation prize. Yeah, you hear their collective voice in your head again. 
We are sorry. We did not think that would be so unwelcome to your stature. But we saved you certainly a day and a half of travel. Hey, you know, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a, I appreciate it. It's cool. Don't don't worry about it. Thanks. Uh, we, we could do it again, right? Like if we could like send a raven. No, or something. something. No, no. You, you could charge try. people for that. that. That was crazy. You you uh, hear them sort of chuckle uh, in your head, but they shake both of their heads uh, in unison. And they lean up and point to, like, slightly north, but almost completely hard east. And say, there is a town of Pittsmouth. Maybe less than a week's travel. Remember to stay on the road. All right. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, Hopefully we'll see y'all soon. You know, if you need anything, just call with your mind powers. I'm sure you could do that. Uh... We'll, we'll, we'll come back and help because, you know, you guys are some pretty good people. They both sort of seem to kneel in, in, in tandem and say, be well on your journey, friends, and may the crystals guide you. To which they sort of brace and then leap into the air and f- begin to fly back up the mountain. Valen bows and then uprights himself and blows some puke out of his nose. Hell reflexively looks away from them lifting off so he doesn't have to undergo that vertigo again. Hey, Elle, could you do me a favor? Possibly in a minute. Could you do a little prestidigitation? I think I still got some vomit in my beard. After my... You will be addressed after myself, friend. Well, yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> but, like, a little help's always welcome. Jeez. Note to self, have the spider bite him while he's sleeping. It fucking L just wakes up really loud. (laughs) Did I do it again? L just wakes up hungover and he's like, I didn't even drink last night. (laughs) What night did he not drink? Uh, Touche. So, uh, next things next. You guys are still quite early in the morning. Find yourselves at the base of the mountain. Uh, what next? Off we go, I guess. Head uh, head east, northeast. Make our way towards Pittsmouth. And stay on the road. Mm-hmm. We got about a week. Garen, are we doing all right on rations? Uh. Oh, the the cargo hold was refilled. You have a full month of food. Oh, snap. Awesome. Okay. All right, then off we go. Found a look to uh, Boomer and said, let's see what that spider can do. So that would be 150 rations then. Yeah. Uh, Boomer will uh, say uh, something to Gnomish, uh, just basically a giddy up in Gnomish, which sounds super cool. Um, I don't know, in my head he sounds like uh, Ewoks. Sure. Jip, jip. Anyways, uh, and we make our way so uh, towards Pittsburgh on the road. Right. 
All right, uh, you guys travel for the first day. It's completely uneventful. Um, I assume that uh, Farung is reading the book that McGlow gave him. Uh, what are the rest of you doing with your day? Anything in particular? Um, Garen would um, grab Boomer to tell him about his conversation with the Monkmaster. What what conversational boy? Glad you asked. We're going to talk about it right now. All right. Uh, so Garen would plop next to Boomer and, and mention that he had a conversation with... Oh, God. One of the Monk Masters. Um, Bagor. Bagor. <laughs> I should really start taking notes. Um, he was, I asked him about the Dead Realm that we went into. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he would kind of like stop for a minute before he like smiles and said, he said that more than likely whatever that thing was conjured up that entire situation just to torture us and feed off of our misery. So you didn't, we didn't accidentally murder a small child. Oh, fantastic. Good. That, that, that actually really, you know, takes a good weight off my, my heart that we didn't accidentally murder a child. And I'm real sorry for, trying to kill you and stuff it's fine they put my ribs back in i know but you know we may i may joke around and not call you by your real name or you know but y'all are turning into family and uh i i i don't want to see any of y'all hurt especially from my hands i appreciate that yeah i just i thought you'd like to know i know it was bothering me I appreciate it, bud. It was bothering me, too. All right. Felon will shout from the back of the cart, Well, the way I hear you talk about family, I don't know how much I want to be your family. As long as you're not Scooter, you're fine. Don't be an ass. I love my mom and my sister. Don't Don't be be an ass. (laughs) Garen would chuckle at that. Uh, Before kind of lamenting for a minute that he no longer really has a job with the cart, since there's no more oxen or various other beasts pulling it. Well, I mean, the, the spider doesn't know where to go. Like, you still need to direct it. Yeah, but yeah. Garen doesn't speak gnomish. Oh, it, it understands common, too. Okay. And abyssal if you speak it. Of course it does. Yvonne at Niage. It speaks the same, the same things that I speak. Oh, I thought it was like a specific language it spoke. Alright. No, I misunderstood. It speaks everything that I speak, but it can't speak uh it can't speak back. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to come up with a name for it, but I haven't found one yet. It'll earn one like Someone. everything. Call it yeah, skitter. Crowdsource. Uh whatever. <laughs> if you fans are out there, you know, crowdsource. Send us an email. I don't know. Yeah, don't you know, that motherfucking or... like button. Yeah, po- po- post, a, post a comment on this uh, this episode for what you guys want Boomer to name his spider friend. Smash that like button, subscribe. Uh, yeah. uh, other than that, uh, other than, you know, God and the spider, me and Frunk can take, uh, not Frunk, Geheron, can take our turns uh during the off time i want to start working on the uh specs for the uh the uh what i want to call them 
something magical. Mm, it's forever lights to hook onto the front of our cart. Gotcha. Aaron would uh okay say what he wants to call them out loud. What do you want to call them? Summer globes. Summer globes is cool. I was thinking about calling them bright gems after my last name. Also clever. Garen would say snapping the reins for no reason other than it feels natural. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so Paluvia, you got anything going on for your day? Uh, Valandess, you got anything going on for your day? Valand's in the back of the cart. Um, he's trying to get comfortable. Um, he's got a tightness in his chest that's not exactly letting him get quite settled. Um, something he hasn't felt before. So he's kind of moving around a little more than usual, trying to just get settled. Um, aside from that, that's, that's pretty much it. Just gonna try to relax and um, you know maybe keep an eye on the road a little bit, make sure that the spider mechanism is actually doing what Boomer says it does. Um, I did hear you say something to me, but I didn't respond quickly enough. Bluebeal uh, is also just relaxing and probably just playing his loot for the enjoyment of the party. Trying to stay out of people's way. Uh, Ale, here, check this out. And I want to throw him a, a glass syringe with a metal casing around it. Stab yeah. yourself with that. See what it does. I make it a point to not stab myself with things. Just, 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 just do it, bud. I promise you, it'll be cool. No? Come on. Oh. As a favor to me, since I've done favors for you. Listen, I may not be quite abreast with you on the basic concept of what's going on here. What is this thing? Oh, you've had it before. Promise you I haven't. I promise you you have. It's a... It's a... No, it's... It's the... We're children. <laughs> so subtle. So, so good. You're all fucking. You're complete children. Oh no, it's gear crank. I'm gonna, set up, I'm gonna hook it up to my spider as a as like a as a as a deterrent for its bites. I wanted to see if it would actually shoot. Now put it in your leg. Damn it. You're instructing me to inject myself with alcohol. Yes. To put yes. alcohol directly into my bloodstream. It works faster, I promise. Trakan. You you got demons to escape from, I'm sure. I'm I, helping you out, bud. I don't have medicine the skill, but I have plus three wisdom. Can I please roll to know how bad an idea this is? You may. Oh, um, not often we get a player v player roll. <laughs> yeah, uh, do th- do it with disadvantage though. 
It's going to be a five plus. What's my wait? A proficiency bonus went up, right? Uh, yeah, it should be plus three. <clears throat> All right. Still only a plus one. So, uh, it's a nine. Well, your casual dependence on alcohol sort of clouds your judgment. This is true. Hmm. So just stab myself. Should I aim for my stomach? Isn't that how that's supposed to go? Hey, man, do it wherever you want to. I don't care. It's not so much about the, the piercing part as much as it is I want to see the adverse effects of the of it going into the bloodstream. Adverse effects, you say? I, I meant fun effects. Fun. I meant to say fun. That's how we say fun in Gnomish. Adverse. It, it's, it's, it's weird and common. Well, I do know nothing about Gnomish culture. <laughs> if you say so, and L will... Wait, wait, wait. Before you do, uh, let me, uh... Let me get some stuff real quick. (laughs) I'm going to reach into my bag and get uh, a medicine kit. Okay. And, uh, and what's left of, uh, of Muss's blood. All right. Oh my God. (laughs) Go ahead, bud. Um, L jabs himself in the thigh with it. All right, you take two piercing damage. Okay. Five poison damage. Okay. And, and uh, make a constitution save at disadvantage. Okay. Oh, man. One of those was a 16, the other one was a 2. So I got a 3 on that. Alright, you are immediately drunk. Fantastic. Well, let's say within the minute drunk. But uh, uh, after you stab yourself and you pull the needle out after the gear crank is injected directly into your bloodstream, uh, a gout of flame shoots out of the wound. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's... <laughs> uh, you guys have... All of you that have drank in gear crank in the past have, like, sort of burped flame out of your mouth and have just kind of assumed that that was part of its chemical reaction with your in, with your innards. Uh, clearly, that's just what happens when gear crank enters your blood. Uh, fire happens. Oh, Can no. I take fire damage off of it? Uh, just one point. <clears throat> okay. All right, I'm going to run over. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on him. Get away from me. I'm fine. Come here, buddy. You you got a little something? I got to fix your hair real quick. What? What? Yeah. What? You you get... uh... Hey, Geheran, give me a perception. What's your passive? Twelve. Okay. Uh, You are struck in the shoulder with two arrows. Wait, son of a bitch. Knew this was going to happen. And take seven damage. Did I see it happening? You guys are all in the cart, right? Uh, yes. Definitely in the cart. So until until you oh, hear Gaharan scream in pain, no, no, you don't. What? I have a twenty-two. Are you sure? Yeah, you see him get shot, and then you hear him scream. Damn it! Uh. 
There's uh, arrows in my shoulder. <laughs> Gaharan, you... Oh, no. <laughs> I'm you, in bail. You hear the mechanical spider screech in the only way that a mechanical spider can. Uh, and then you see a, uh, a remoraz that has burst from the snow some distance away with a fiery black symbol hovering above its head and two archers that had recently shot you and a third person running the, across the snow towards the caravan. So over the Ramores is like a, a magical hovering black like, symbol? Yeah, like like right there. Right What's the, what is the symbol? I don't or know, can I make me, a perception? That would be exactly what you would need to do to find out. Sixteen. The icon smoldering above its forehead is that of a hammer. Oh shit! I don't know oh shit! Our hammer's bad. <laughs> that's yep. uh, that's yep. not that's not Alan. That's me metagaming the shit out of this because I listened to the other fucking campaign. That's the coolest fucking thing that's happened this campaign yet. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> one quick time out. How much damage did I take? Uh, you took. What did I say? Seven damage? Okay. All right. Should we roll initiative? Yeah, I think we probably should do that. Oh, shit. Um, you know, I'm not rightly sure, so we're probably going to have to win this. That'd be a 22. I forget. I'm, I'm, I should know this by now. We don't add our proficiency to it, do we? No, it's your dex mod. Is dex added to initiative? Okay. All right. I'm going to randomly roll a status condition for you every uh, initiative. Amazing. I'm fucking well, drunk in my... <clears throat> Um, I mean, you just you just injected yourself with, with what is essentially flammable moonshine, so right, borderline incoherent. Sweet. Put up your dukes. Uh, yeah, man, this was supposed to be a fun time between the two of us. You're ruining it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fist of cups to Ramirez. No, you you need to stay in the cup. No, I can do it. He rolls to grapple it. <laughs> Problem with the card. It's like 60 feet away. Right. I, I seduced the Ramores. <laughs> Pull it out. It can only go one of two ways. <laughs> Alright. So we got the Ramores with two archers on the Ramores. Yes. And a third guy on the ground running. Okay. With the fucking Black Hammerson. Whoa. <laughs> Everybody should go listen to the Eight Spirits campaign that uh, Kenny ran earlier uh, before this one. It's really fucking great. And if you listen to that, then listen to this episode, you will shit your pants. Are we doing? This is a good chance. Thank God. Okay, uh, Valandess, what's your initiative? 16. Boomer, what's your initiative? 22. L, what's your initiative? 15. And Gaharan. 
Nineteen. Look at you, fast boys. So, unfortunately, you guys were surprised, so the enemies are going to get it a full round before we go on to initiative. Yeah. Um, the <coughs> fighter who is brandishing a sword and shield is going to charge his full distance and in his turn um, less than 10 feet away from the cart. Uh, the Remoraz is going to burrow into the ground, leaving the two archers the 60 feet away from the cart, and they're going to take another volley of arrows. Um, is anyone visible other than Gaharin? We were all in the cart. All right, Gaharin's getting shot up. Woo! Sorry, buddy. <clears throat> well, that's a critical and three misses, so... Sorry. A five, an eight, a nine, and a twenty. So... Cool. You take six damage from one of the arrows. Oh, that is less terrifying than I thought it was going to be. But still, now Garen has the third arrow sticking out of him. Right. And going on to initiative, it's Boomer off the break. So I know what's happening, right? I saw my boy shot up with arrows. Yeah, and then you see a third one go in by the time you peek your head out of the caravan. Yep. Alright, I'm going to take the little bit of Muss's blood and I'm going to scoop it uh-huh. like out and I'm going to put it in his in, in, uh, in L's mouth. Oh, okay. L, you're immediately sober and at full health. Oh, well, oh, fine. What roller coaster then, of emotion is you're having? That's that's, that's a full to, action, right? Make a remora deeds nuts joke, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, that is your action to administer muscles. <clears throat> we still have one more jar after that. Yes. Can which, I move and stuff? You can move. Cool. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out the back of the cart. And put myself between the cart to where I'm able to see the people, see what's going on. Uh-huh. And uh, as a bonus action, load my thunder cannon with a thunder monger round. So I kind of ma- imagine that you're like looking outside of the back corner of the caravan and you can see the two yeah. archers in the field. And, like one of them goes, hey, there's a guy in the back. And you're like, shit. And you like throw your shoulder against the back. You suddenly in like a Call of Duty scenario and you're like, shit. And you're loading your gun. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Yeah. Oh, hell no. My daddy was in the Gnomish army. I know it's going 300 confirmed kills. <laughs> he was a Gnome Marine. <laughs> Drop gnomes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but what was his KD? Yeah, yeah apparently 300 to 1. That's <laughs> <laughs> my own question. He, 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 got eaten, he got ate by a, a giant uh, dire mole. Didn't see it coming. Rip hero. That's the thing about dire moles is you don't see them coming because they don't exist. Oh damn! I mean mole dogs. <laughs> Fuck it. Forgot about the mole dogs. Fuck it. <laughs> mole dogs for life. <laughs> anyway, so that's your initiative. Uh, Garen, yes, you're up. All right, Garen's pissed at this point. Um, <clears throat> he would let out a bellow and actually smack. Would it, would it be like a free action to like smack the, t- break the two arrow shafts sticking out of his shoulder? Uh, sure. Give cool. me a medicine check. That looks badass. That's give, what he does. Give me Bam. a medicine check. What was that? Give me a medicine check. All right. Go go lowest stat. <laughs> uh, how about eight nineteen? 
Uh, it looks pretty cool, but you deal yourself one point of damage. That's fine. Gotta have style. Uh, he would immediately jump off of the cart and rush that warrior with his halberd. Alright, you rush the warrior. And attempt to attack him. Alright, you attempt to attack him. Uh, does a 21 hit? Yeah. Can I make that a... Damn, I should have said it before I declared. It's too late now, isn't it? Well, it depends on what you're declaring. Uh, trip attack? I think you can declare that after a hit. Let me check. Because some of them you declare before you make the attack, and some of them do declare after you make the hit. No, when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can ex expend a priority uh, superiority die to make it uh, a trip. Alright, so it's too late to declare that then. That's fine. No, I'm saying it's exactly the right time oh. to declare that. Oh, well, yeah, I'm going to do that then. And that is still a d8. Why do so many die look similar? And why am I special? There we go. And what's the uh, DC for the strength check you're imposing? Uh, that is a 14 now. All right, it failed, actually. Nice. So it is knocked prone. Go ahead and roll your damage, which is weapon damage plus your superiority die. All right. Where's my D10, boy? All right, he takes 11 damage. Okay. And I get a second attack with my attack actions now, right? Uh, yeah. Two. Cool. So he's going to trip this rude boy, and then he's just going to try and bring his halberd down on him again. Right, and the, uh, are you in melee distance? Um, with a reach weapon, I hope so. Um, yeah, that's still a melee attack. So you make this attack with advantage. a 19 and then that 20. Hey. Uh, you can add a superiority die if you want to put another maneuver on there, but you just maximize your damage, whatever it is you're doing. Um, there is no uh, any of my maneuvers that would be worth wasting on a prone enemy like that. So I'm just going to beat the shit out of him. And I still have a bonus action, right? Uh, yeah, but you're just, you get your max damage, so what, what is that? Oh, um, let's see. Uh, so 14. And the first and, one was uh, how much damage? Uh, 14 damage, and I, as a bonus action, I'm going to beat the shit out of him with the butt of the weapon, too, for my pull arm master. All right, go ahead. Another and four, so. That, well, that is a, a again, with advantage. Uh, let's see. Yeah, four. So cool, good roll. Well, did you hit him? Oh, I thought. Yeah, I rolled a twenty on the hit attack. Well, okay. Oh, I have to attack again with the yes. Arm. When I'm you, sorry. I'm you're sorry. good. I, th I thought it was added on. I apologize. No, no, no. You have to make it. You get an extra attack with that. All right, I apologize. Does a nineteen hit? It does, and I'll let you go ahead and keep the rolled damage of four. But uh, did you add your strength to that? Oh, crap. Seven. This guy is very dead. Thank you for babysitting me. Yo, that was awesome. Rolling yeah. up murking a dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh man, what's that samurai movie? Um, 
there's a samurai movie that just comes to mind. Like this dude steps up to like the lead character, the lead bad guy. And the dude just gets like diced up in three ways and explodes into gore. And I just imagine that's what happened to this dude. Like this guy just walked up and you were like, fuck no, not, <laughs> not up in here. So Aaron would stand back up straight and rip his halberd out of the guy and glare at the archers. Um, He's a mad boy. You may go ahead and uh, get a free intimidate check if you want to take it. Sure. Oh, wow. Hell yes. Hell Thank you, plus five to intimidate. Less thank you, low roll. Uh, does a ten intimidate anyone? Uh, no, but I mean, they're properly spooked because you just ev- quite literally eviscerated a guy. Um, but they don't waver in their assault. Oh, well. Garen thinks he looks badass. Uh, you do. I, I mean, the fact that they're not terrified into shitting themselves does not mean you don't look like a total fucking badass right now. <laughs> I mean, you just, like, fucking, like, Evo tournament comboed this guy to death. <laughs> With that wombo. I mean, oh. you're not Falco, but uh, that motherfucker dead. <laughs> That's Garen's turn, then. <laughs> oh, is that all? Is that all? <laughs> well, I mean, unless I can move more forward. Uh, you can. All right. He moves the rest of his distance. He's he's already trucking it. There's no weight, and he's pissed. All right. Well, you're 30 feet away from the archers. It is uh, Valandes' initiative. All right. So we have one dead sword and board. The two archers in the distance at 60 feet from the cart. Yes. And the Ramorez has dived. Yeah, it burrowed. Okay. Oh, that's All right, suck. Uh, Alan's in the back, so he's going to hop out of the back, round the corner of the uh, the cart on the left side, make his way forward. I think I could probably make it to the the front of the cart, and wrap up my movement. Yeah. Um, and then, even though Gaharan's running towards the archers, Valen is going to throw his hand out and cast darkness on the archers. Okay, they are in darkness. And then I am. Can I ready an action to hex the Remoras when it pops up? Uh, no. Hex is a bonus action. That is true, but if you take the ready action, that is your action for your initiative. 10 4. All right. Uh, and that will be it for Valen. Oh, well, he's going to summon his um, Weapon? short sword, but that's it. All right. L, you're up. Um, L likes it when his friends can hit, so he's going to cast Fairy Fire on those guys. Uh, in the darkness? So you're just casting it in the darkness? I'm sorry, what darkness? Um, Valandes just cast darkness on both the archers, so they're in complete I darkness. I missed that. I mean, you can just Did like... Did I have a good view of where they were approximately? Yeah, I mean, you can you can guesstimate where they were. Yeah, it's a 20 by 20 cube, so I go ahead and just give it to them. All right, and that's a wisdom, or what What kind of check is that on them? That is, oh, I'm going to have to look it up, I'm sorry. Uh, I think it's a will. I'm pretty sure they... is only 13. Uh, I think they both failed it, though. It's a dexterity save, actually. Okay, yeah, they both failed it, so they're both okay. clearly outlined in fairy fire. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. That's exactly how I was hoping this was going to work. 
It's the archer's turn. I assume that's the end of your turn, right, Al? Oh, yeah, that's all I can do. Uh, the two archers sort of dash out of the, the ice and snow together, sort of sputtering and, and coughing as they come out of the darkness. Um, they raise their bows, but as the initiative hits zero, the Ramoraz unburrows and just slaughters both of the archers with a with its upburst. Um, and you can see... Uh, I guess L would notice this before anyone else, but uh, L, you notice there is a yak folk on the road some distance away, and the yak folk is sort of making like this gesture where it's like breaking a stick. Hmm. Uh, and all of you can see while the Ramorez is like just thrashing, like it has one of the archers in its mouth and it's just like thrashing it like it's a dog, like uh, or like a, like how a cat thrashes a mouse. Uh, and then the other uh, archer has been completely sliced in half with its uh, carapace as it came up from the ground. Uh, and you can see the little smoldering icon above the Ramorez's head uh, break and dissipate. Mm. And after that brisk display, it burrows back into the ground. Um, and you, Geheran, you're yelled at uh, by the yak folk who yells in common... Get back on the road, you fool. Oh. <clears throat> it's the top of the initiative. It's Boomer's turn. Uh, we weren't on the road? You guys are, but Gaharan left the road to go charge the archers. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, there's no more. They're like, are we still in initiative for combat? Or... Yes. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh. Is the Ramorez threatening us, or is it just... Oh, after it murdered the two archers, it burrowed back into the snow. Oh, shit. Um... I'm, only, I'm going to run back up, hop on the side of the cart, and I'm going to try to close the distance, not so much off the road. Uh... But like, if I can get up up beside Gaharan on the road, so he doesn't have as far to run uh, with the cart, you could, but you'd only save him about five feet without leaving the road. Oh. All right, then I'm gonna hold my action. For what? Uh, I'm gonna move up to the front of the cart, up to the front, and uh, if the Ramores looks pops back up to harm any of us or Gaharan, I'll fire around off on him. Okay. Is Geheran's initiative. Well, as berserk as he was, seeing a giant centipede come out of the ground and burst two guys in the guts, uh, tempered that really quick. <laughs> and uh, he would screech to a halt and immediately just truck it back towards the cart. All right, you're able to get back onto the road easily. It's not a glamorous run. He's full arms flailing. Chuka chuka. But yeah, he'd climb back onto the cart and okay. uh, look back confused. All right. Uh, do you guys stay on initiative or do you want to fall off of it? Uh, falling off is fine. Yeah, okay. I guess if there's no obvious danger. Uh, the Yak Folk walks up to the group of you, uh, leery, 
and asks if you all are all right. Seem to be. At least better than that lot. Uh, Darren would motion to the three arrows. The, in his body. the yak folk stands out to you. Many of the yak folk, I'd say probably all of the yak folk you've met before this one, uh, are very dark in their, their fur palette. But this one is almost an albino yak folk. Um, with the with the exception of his horns are like peaked with with black. The rest of him is almost completely snow white. Uh, to which he sort of nods and says, I felt something wrong with the beast and I could not stand idle while something of the great snow was torn from its own will. Yeah, that, I, I noticed when it popped up and the sounds addressing the whole party, um, there was a black hammer symbol floating above its head. And it broke when it thrashed the archers. And I, I imagine with the help of our yak man friend here, um, disappeared. Is that you who did that? He nods. Well, um, thank you very much for that. Um, we hope to uh, repay you somehow. Is there anything we can offer? Uh, the yak folk shakes his head and says, "As long as you are, you all are well. I will continue on my uh, my never-ending journey of tending to the great snow." Well, thank you very much, Valen. I'll offer a bow. And he sort of nods and walks off the road. And when he does so, uh, the wind picks up for a moment, and he sort of scatters into snow on the wind. Yeah, why? Why wouldn't he? That's, yeah. This land uh, is full of magic and mysticism. Just and beautiful. fucking arrows. Karen says, <laughs> holding his chest. Uh, A single tear falls from my eye. <laughs> 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 so beautiful. Uh, that tear and and heartfelt moment um, is punctuated with as you rip the arrow out of your chest, a thundering whoosh happens as the Ramoraz breaches over the snow again and chomps half of the sword and shield fighters corpse and leaves only a bloody half of it next to the road as it goes back under the snow for probably the last time. Yeah, we're out of here. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here, Karen. (laughs) Valen hops on the cart, casts mage armor, and then just says, yeah, let's go. You guys don't interact Uh, with the corpse at all? Oh. (sighs) Interact with the corpse. Garen. Maybe a good idea. No, that's what I'm saying. Stops for a second, looks at the legs. Oh, it's the upper half that's on oh, it's the, the upper row. half. Yeah, cool. That's the kissing part. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> I'm sorry. And he no, says, "It's on the road, right?" Yeah, the like body. when the guy died, his lower half was off the road, and his top half was like on the road. All right, oh, cool. Well, I gotta see if this out. guy's got anything on him. All right, um, half of his longsword has been snapped, um, and his shield has been sundered from the Ramoraz. Uh, but you can make out that he's wearing like uh, scale mail and a helmet, um, all of which is in a black metal. 
and a he is wearing a medallion of a black iron hammer around his neck. Does he have any pouches or anything on him? Not on his upper half. Alright. Uh, Garen would pull off the amulet and the helmet. Okay. The hammer feels like it weighs more than your halibird in your hand. Huh. That would surprise him. But make, it's not the strangest thing he said today. He just saw a centipede. Make a charisma check. That is a 10. You feel that there's a great power in this medallion that this guy was clearly misusing and that you could wield expertly and you feel the desire to wear it. Oh, no! I don't... Is it like a compelling desire or just really tempting? It's compelling. Like, you go, man, this guy was had a powerful artifact on his hands and he was a pathetic warrior. In my hands, I could be one of the most powerful fighters this tundra has ever known. Stand up looking at the thing, still holding the helmet, and say, uh, I think these boys didn't quite know what they had here, fellas. As he uh, rubs the amulet, looking at it much closer. So we see him holding this amulet now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Valen's going to that is the same symbol I saw on top of the Remora's head. Um, might be wise to drop that for now. Why, he'd ask, kind of hefting it in his hand again. I'm making another charisma check at disadvantage. That is a 12. You've noticed that Valandes has always admired you as a fighter, a martial man, and thinks that this is him trying to seize an opportunity to take an artifact of great strength so he can best you in combat. I bet you just want it so you can get away from your little pact, don't you, Garen would say, looking at him. Almost with irritation irritation at this point. Everyone can see that there's a small, smoldering circle forming above Geheren's forehead. (sighs) Oh, hell no. Um, Valen is um, Valen's at the front of the cart still um, how much distance it's only about 10 feet right to where Geheren's at he was over the body uh, yeah okay uh, Valen's gonna close the distance and try to slap the amulet out of Geheren's hand without saying a word just as quick as he can trying to be faster okay. than Geheren uh, make, a, um, make an attack roll Um, that's a seven. Um, yeah, you, in your haste, you lack all of your normal finesse and Geheron can see you making this attempt a mile away. Uh, he sort of pulls it from you and without hesitation puts it on. Oh, shit. The symbol above his forehead fires up in full heat and looks like what you saw above the Remoraz. Uh, Geheron, you are in control of your character, uh, and you do not consider your former allies as enemies. But you are disgusted that Valandes tried to take that from you. Alright, well, the good news is, is being disgusted isn't worth using a halberd. Correct. But he's definitely about to swing with his fist straight at the drow's face. Okay, make an attack. 
Oh, lucky for the drow. A 12 probably doesn't hit. No, I cast Mage Armor in the interim, thank God. And I am fine. Oh, what, uh, Gaharan, what's your strength normally? My or my modifier or my actual strength? Your statistic. 17. It is now 20. Your constitution is 20. Your dexterity is 20. Right, let me just make a little note of this. And my dexterity, you said? Yeah. Now don't don't like it. Don't erase your stats because this is just temporary while you're wearing the amulet. I'm, not, I'm just putting little parentheses next to him so I remember. Right. Okay. So, are we rolling initiatives or are we still kind of out of that? Uh, you slapped at him and he punched. He tried to swing at your face, but neither of you hit each other unless either of you. Like I said, he's not looking at you as enemies right now. He's just recognizing that he thinks you're being a little out of hand. So he's, you guys are not clearly about to fight. So unless you want to go on initiative, no, we're not no. on initiative. Uh, Alan will dodge out of the way and take a step back and go to, uh, start casting something and notice that Boomer had stepped up and hold off for a second. Hey, hey buddy. Hey, you're looking a little angry. It's me. your pal Boomer. Remember? Remember me, buddy? Hey, why don't you just why don't you just give me a second? I'm not gonna touch the the amulet. I ain't gonna touch you, but just uh, just let me see something real quick. All right? Is that okay with you? Karen's love for Boomer is stronger than any curse. <laughs> I mean, you're right. <laughs> uh, I want to do an Arcana check. We all see this black flame yes. thing above his head. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, that yeah. that would be. An automatic thing like, oh shit, some some magic shit going down. Magic is occurring. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, uh, my fine to... fellers, if I had to go on a limb here, I'd say Jeez. there's magic afoot. <laughs> hey, boys, I don't mean to be that guy and keep spouting off the same thing over and over again, but this might be some curse shit. Anyway, let me make this roll. Ugh. Um. Okay. Um, you know that there are multiple magical effects on this amulet. One of which is uh, several of them are enhancement uh, or enchantment, and one of them is necromancy. All right. Uh, he'll look to him and be like, "Hey, buddy. You know I know my magic stuff pretty all right, right? You and me. You 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 know me. I want to be honest with you." What you just put on your neck, I, I did a little, like, searching through the magic ethers and such, and I gotta let you know, it's gonna make you super strong, probably super dexterous, and super, uh, you know, you probably take a punch or two, but, uh, it's got some bad mojo behind it. It, uh, it, 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 uh, it's got a little bit of necromancy, and, uh, we got rid of some of that. Remember, you, you, you took the chance to get rid of it on your on your blade so why would you uh wear it on your chest you're you're a good person you don't need to tap into that type of evil he'd sort of look down at his own hands and uh do a flex and you've never felt stronger in your life he would bare his teeth and 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 say that he's never felt so strong before i know but you're tapping into the 
you're, you don't want that type of strength, remember? See, that's the, that's the wrong type of strength. You're going to feel good, but it ain't going to be the, the good type of good. It's going to be the type of good where later on in your life, you're going to look back and be like, man, I, I, I made a mistake. Why don't you think about it for a sec, all right? And uh, Boomer will leave it at that for right now. Um. <laughs> so, again, this is like a, an all-compelling thing, right? I mean, yeah, like, it, you're not... You are still yourself. Like I said, there's no overtly controlling magic going on for you. It was a compulsion to put it on, and you jerking, like, reflexively did it when you felt it could be taken from you. But it's not, like, you want to keep it, but you don't feel like, it's not like the one ring, you know? It's okay, not, that it's, was more going to be my question. Yeah, it's, question. it doesn't feel like that. It feels like, well, but th I could wield this. Like, I could, I can, like, you feel like you're in control. Um, he would look down at it, and he would clutch his hand around it, um, looking a, a bit pensive for a minute, uh, considering just how much the whole situation with the vampire bothered him. As good as he does feel, would be really tempered by those memories that Boomer brought back up. You said you clenched the amulet with your hand? Yeah. Um, make a con check. Uh, 20 con, though. Yeah, that's plus eight, man. So that is a uh, solid 28. All right. You concentrate for a moment while like finally holding the amulet while wearing it. And even though all of your friends are clearly doing is to like you, you understand and for you're clear minded for a moment, you feel like it's them trying to protect you. But with a deep breath and your eyes closed for a moment, you concentrate on the amulet and the mark above his, uh, your forehead fades away. And you feel in control. Oh, he's going to rip that thing off and throw it to the ground. Oh, you, you don't want to, though. Oh, I don't want to. Yeah, like you feel like whatever evil's in this, you've mastered it. Cool. He'd kind of calm down for a second and uh, look to him and say, I think I can control it. And you guys notice the, the sign from his forehead has dissipated and the black iron is just a regular iron. It almost looks kind of like, um, it's like, like a, like a St. Cuthbert amulet. Um, can I do one last arcana check? Uh, sure. Uh, 28. Okay. What what are you trying to per perceive here with your... I want to see if that piece of, like, necromancy is still there, and if there's a way to stop... If it's, like, dissipated, if there's a way to stop it from coming back. Um... It's still there. It's You can feel its presence has become like supremely deadened almost like it's been suppressed okay 
but uh, you, you're sure if that that there's a way to remove that effect from the amulet, but you don't know how necessarily. You don't know the spell. All right, uh, I'm going to look back at everybody else and be like, it's all right. It's all right now, boys. He got it under control. But, Kaharan, buddy, this is this this is me talking to you straight. If we see that mark come up again, we're going to give you a chance to fix it. But after that, we're going to have to try to take it from you because that was some no good stuff. As long as you keep control, I trust you. But after that, if if something if we see you start to change, I'm gonna fight to protect you and get that thing off. <clears throat> He'd sort of clasp his hands together and like crack his knuckles and uh, stand up straighter, and with a wide grin say, "I don't think you've got to worry about that. I've never felt better." All righty. Well, uh, unless there's anything else y'all want to take from this half-dead guy, we can, uh, hey, is that scale mail, uh, gnome size? <laughs> it, it would be now, yeah. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> no, I already got scale mail. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, I thought you did already, but... Yeah, but I, I do, sleek but black. it's black. It's, sleek, it's that sleek version. But I don't want to touch it knowing what, what just came off. <laughs> it can stay there. Yeah. Um, all right, boys. Let's let's get back on the road. Yep. All right. Valen's not 100% satisfied with the interaction. He does not want this thing anywhere near us or on our trip at all. Uh, he knows Garen. He spent some time with him. They've interacted before, and never once has he ever seen this shade of any sort of action come out of him until he threw that thing on. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna look at Gahar and say, "Are you sure you have that thing handled?" He'd wave a hand, and uh, he's, he's he's basically his old self again, right? The clarity's back. Yeah, like I said, like the I just, I the only compulsionary this effect this amulet has ever overtly put on you was to protect it. He um, and would almost let out a laugh and just say, we can have a priest look at it if you truly want to, but I think I'm stronger than some paltry amulet. Especially um, now, he'd say, wiggling his meaty fingers. Valen will shrug slightly and seeing that his friend has returned to reason. Um, wave his hands off and say, "All right, um, don't play with it too much." I'll go back to the cart. It's too late. Aaron's doing karate kicks <laughs> <laughs> in fucking like plate mail. Just what's up? Yeah, clang, clang, clang. Ma, look what I can do. He, 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 he learned some stuff, stuff up there in the monastery. He did. He did train with the monks for a day. One yeah, level in monk. He's got cliff notes. <laughs> yeah, he got the spark notes version. All right. Uh, can, I can I attach another another model of uh, the, the gear crank, crank to the front of the Like his like fangs. 
right, so I'm going to let you do this, and I'm going to let it be able to administer gear crank with a bite attack, but I am going to make it be vulnerable to fire damage. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, it's got to be fair. fair. Yeah, that's super fair. Everything we fight now is made of fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, though. <laughs> I, I'm not exactly stoked about, like, the day I kill your fucking spider, because then you'll just be like, I'll just take it apart and make a bigger spider. <laughs> no, Fuck it. I'll make two. I'm going to cut my legs off, and then I'm going to attach myself to the spider, and then I'll be a human spider. <laughs> it's okay. I Why saw not? it in a movie once. Why not just make a hole in the spider that you can put your legs in? That's what I told him. Wait, can I? You told me it couldn't be a mount when I first saw Yeah, and I stand by that, but for the sake of this joke, that's that would be the answer that you can't do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was about to say, are we, t- are we changing our minds? Can I ride the spider to battle? No. <laughs> Karen nah. would give him the halberd to do that. <laughs> all, joking, all joking aside, uh, Kenny is a very gracious DM, as much shit as I give him. <laughs> he's very gracious and I appreciate it so much it's, it's, it's a great time oh man it's the rule of cool man as long as it's yeah. not game breaking like like, I, I give him a lot of shit sometimes to joke around but it's not serious he's super great anyways spider's got cool gear, gear crank fangs now <laughs> oh by the way they only work twice before you have to refill them that's fine can you still just use a bite Without the gear crank? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, cool. Alright, well let's get on our way, boys. Um as they're traveling, Garen would call out to L and say, I have a uh, a favor to ask of you. Uh, yes. <laughs> L is recovering in the back of the uh cart from being drunk like blackout drunk in under a minute and then instantly unblackout drunk again. <laughs> it's got to be a system shock. Um, well, surely by now you've realized that uh, I tend to be in the thick of things a bit more than the most of our friends that we're traveling with. I have noticed that. Though you seem to hold your own, he nods significantly at the half of a man lying on the road. Thank you, thank you. Uh, however, um... I do truly hate to see uh, your clothes get as damaged as they did in our last adventure before this one. And I was wondering if you wouldn't mind lending me a bit of your gold. Um, I'm not quite understanding what my gold has to do with keeping my own uh, remain clean. Well... I'm glad you asked. That's because with your gold, I could buy me. Ah, fuck. What? Ah, oh. oh, I stepped on a hairpin. Ah. Oh, no. Ah. Uh, with your gold, I could buy myself a nice suit of armor, something better than this tatty old chainmail. And that would ensure that I could stand between everybody and you much longer. I see, I see. Well, uh, why don't we get to this coming town? Then you can give me a quote on how much said armor would cost. I know these things do tend to run a pretty penny. 
course, of course. I just know we're heading towards a significant payday, and I'd be more than happy to pay you back with interest, assuming I survive. I suppose we could arrange something. Wonderful. He'd say before calling out the boomer, give me some of that gear crank. <laughs> you want it in vial, I mean, in injecting, or just a little bit of, just a little sip? No, just a flask. He says, a little hurried, having seen his friend. Um, sure you don't want the... Sure, you don't want the syringe as he holds it up in the air. <laughs> Tempting. Tempting, especially now, he says. Uh, I'm almost fingering the amulet, but not touching it. All right, man, well, here you go. And he'll throw him a flask of it. I realize I'm slowly becoming a pusher. Like. Slowly? I... Slowly. That's yeah. your angle? Like, you haven't been doing this since the fucking beginning? <laughs> So the end goal is become the new drug lord of no uh, of Gnometopia. Uh, so. Stay out of my territorial boy. <laughs> my territorial boy. <laughs> Making gear crank in their trailer parks. You know? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, here you go, boy. And he'll give him a flask of uh, gear crank. Okay. Ooh, Garen's gonna. Drink. I gotta start making some more of that. Jesus. Yeah, you're actually getting kind of low. Yeah. Uh, well, break gems first, then I'll start making one, uh, making some gear crank. Gotcha. All right. Um, so uh, you guys continue heading east, I assume. Yeah, staying on the road the entire time. Yep. Yes. All right. Uh, the first night is peaceful. Uh, who who's on guard? Uh, I'll cast alarm. Okay. Uh, even with alarm being set, Valen's unsettled by the course of the day, so he's gonna sit up on watch uh, for the first half of the night. Okay, it's peaceful. Gaharan doesn't stir. I assume that's why you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why I'm doing it. Uh, uh, the, are the symbol dreams troubled at all? No, uh, not Gaharan seems completely on a like he doesn't rise from his slumber and start trying to hack at people. He just sleeps like he normally does. Like, the symbol doesn't appear or anything. Right. Halfway through the night, um, feeling sated that nothing terrible is going to happen, Val will go to, to bed, I guess. Okay. Um, with the sunrise, Gaharan make a uh, charisma save. <sighs> That's a solid five, boy. Okay. Uh, make it another one with advantage. Keep hitting my damn keyboard. That's a 13. All right. So you feel the symbol, like the, the, the weight sort of fall into your chest from the, the amulet. And then you grab it, clinch, and like relax your mind. And it settles again. Seems like this is something you're going to have to wrestle with each day. But it doesn't seem insurmountable. Karen would... um breathe heavily as he sort of tries to center himself. Um, but he relaxes a little bit and uh, he's concerned, but a small price to pay for power. Yeah. 
um, he'd quietly think to himself that being better able to protect his friends is worth having to fight himself. Alright, uh, the second day, completely uneventful. I assume everyone does the same shit they've been doing. Uh, yep. Sure. Yep. Pretty much. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can't think of anything. Alright. Um, Next night, does anyone do anything special? Or just alarm and everyone goes to bed? Valen's going to stay up again. Okay. But he's still not sated. So he's up hey, for hey, half the night. Garen hey, does a shit ton of push-ups. Hey, L, you want to play something? You know. It'd be nice. Oh, if only if you weren't tired of my music by now. Man, I ain't never going to get tired of that thing. That's classic. Like Gnome Skinner. Ah. That's not real. That, that is not real. <laughs> Gnome Skinner I was, is I was not canon. To like assess the new canon and then bring the cannon hammer down one way or the other. <laughs> no, man, I, I, every session. I I enjoy your enjoy your music. It well, you flatter me. Calms my calms my ever my never ceasing mind. Uh, yeah, let me, uh, pull out the dusty old strings here, acting as if you haven't just been fiddling around on it all day in the cart. And, uh, he's probably out of new tunes to play for them, so he'll just play whatever the crowd favorite is. Cool, uh, Boomer's gonna emotional punch dance over in the corner. <laughs> 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 this is like a tavern song about a priest's mule. Yeah, I'm really getting into it. <laughs> uh, all right, so the third night on the road, um, just alarm in bed, or does does uh, Valen stay up again? Uh, Valen will be up again. Uh, he's really not happy about this whole amulet thing, but it. It's not hurting him to stay up half the night. Right. So he might as well keep an eye on his friend. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Geheron, uh you wake up. Uh, sometimes this happens. You just had to pee. But, uh, you know, you, you go out, take a pee, come back in, and uh, it's late into the night, like, like way early morning. And uh, everyone is asleep at this point. And you hear the ambulance sort of rumble, and you, the the it comes back to your mind that Valen clearly wants to be able to be your equal, and maybe it's time that you give him the ability to be your equal, and you feel that you should give him the amulet and put it on him while he slept, while he rests, so he wakes up to a really nice present. Oh my god! Can I roll to resist that temptation? You may. With disadvantage. No, this is a wisdom check with disadvantage. Oh, that's even better. Uh, next time, I'm just going to cast a spell on him. <laughs> <laughs> we had a full conversation. Like I'm sitting here holding up my suggestion spell card and just waving it. <laughs> and I was like, no, I can talk him out of it. <laughs> and you did. You sure did. 
does a solid six resist that compulsion? No, uh, you take it off and uh, put it around Valen's neck. Um, Valen, whatever, let's assume that for what some reason, you, that even though elves don't really dream, you're sort of imagining in your meditation that, uh, you know, you're, you're doing whatever it is that you're doing in your, your imagination. And then out of nowhere, around the same time that the amulet gets put on your neck during this point of like illusionary non-existence, Geharn goes to sleep. Uh, but you're doing whatever you're doing in your imagination, waiting for the morning to come and for your body to recharge and uh, a guy in full black plate metal exuding a cloud of black smoke in his wake, wielding a two-handed warhammer, just walks up. And as you go, huh, that's out of place, he smacks you in the face with the face of the hammer um, and sends you flying. You, like, hit your back against, like, the non-proverbial ropes of a ring. And uh, Mezzle Tot is on the, on the outside like, what happened to you, kid? And then you wake up. And you are not yourself. And that's where we're going to end it this week. Oh, man. Oh. Man. I'm going to have to do it. I'm fighting all of you. I don't, I don't, I don't so, think so. Um, <laughs> don't worry, Dad's here. I'll talk you down. So, uh, for the next session, um, I need a copy of your character sheet. And, uh, well, I hope you all enjoyed tonight's session. As always, I am your host and Game Master, Kenny. We have the uh, fighter who can totally take a hit mentally, well, more physically than mentally, Geharan. Hey, guys. Yeah, have a good night. We have Boomer. Check out my new spider friend. <laughs> night, night, y'all. We have L who loves the roller coaster of the blood and wine. Yep, that's me and Austin. Have a good night. And our warlock, who, uh, well, he's in for a ride of his own. Look out, everybody. I'm spooky now. Good oh, night. super spooky. Good night, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Night, guys. Night. night. night.